0: Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one-stop for all, all, things things, geek. all things geek. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. I'm Daniel, and with me is fellow geek, Monica. On this episode, we talk about some of the movies and TV shows that we're excited to see this year. Now, with that out of the way, let's see what you've been up to. Monica, how's it been going?
1: Hi, guys. Hello. Um... Everything's been going great. Right. Great, I just got back from Anime Impulse, which is a uh, convention in uh, Southern California. It's a small convention. It's uh, actually it's three conventions in one. It's the um, uh, it's like a makeup convention, a um, Asian American festival, and Anime Impulse all together. So it it was really exciting, and we got to take pictures of a lot of cosplays, which we posted on our website.
0: Yeah, our our feed is our feed is getting blown up with cosplay stuff, so it's really cool. I'm glad to see all that.
1: Yeah, it was really nice to have a second photographer on hand too, because we got to split up, <laughs> up the days and we got to split up what we were taking. And he's uh, I'm five three, and I believe Jose is like six three or six four, and so it's funny to see the difference in angles because sometimes we took the same pictures. But because he's so much taller, they're always, like, from, like, an angle of, like, the cosplayers looking up at him versus me, like, straight on looking at them.
0: You're like, so this is what it would look like to be tall.
1: Right. It's really interesting. And then, like, in big group situations where, like, I can't see over people, it's like, oh, well, I guess Jose will have to get those shots.
0: That's awesome. That's funny.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, it was really fun doing a con with Jose.
0: Well, cool. And y'all are getting ready to go to another one here pretty soon, right?
1: Yes, so we have one uh not this weekend but the next weekend coming up it's uh anime la and that's actually uh at the ontario convention center and that's a really popular one it gets really busy um it's got tons of cosplay meetups tons of like voice actors and um anime writers and that one's really huge around here too so i'm looking forward to that one plus um, then in February we have Long Beach Comic Con and Gallifrey one, which is the doctor who convention.
0: Woot, Doctor who <laughs> now I know you're, I know you're like into cosplay and all that. Um, now do you only go to these conventions for cosplay or do you actually have an anime side to you? Like you actually like anime.
1: I don't particularly like, um, anime, uh, anime. I guess I haven't been exposed to a lot of it. And now we Um, lost half of our client base. No. No. Um, So Anime Impulse was actually my first anime convention. And the reason that I hadn't gone to them before had nothing to do with me not liking anime in particular. Like, I just haven't been really exposed to it. Whereas, like, my boyfriend Nate loves anime and he would love to go to more of these. But um, we have kids and sometimes the way anime is drawn isn't really appropriate for little kids. A little risque. It's a little risque. And so then the cosplay matches that. So um, as my boys were smaller, I felt like some of the cosplay was like a little too naked for him. So that has been an issue at places like um, Anime Expo or Anime LA. But Anime Impulse, that wasn't the case at all. It was all pretty tastefully done. And so I'm hoping um, I'll see i will see what Anime LA has to offer. Last year, it wasn't so much of that either from the pictures that I saw from other photographers. So I think it'll be fine to start taking the kids to those. Plus, my son now is into anime, so he's a little bit older now, my oldest. So I think it'll be okay to, to start checking out some more animes. Awesome. And what about you? What have well, you been up
0: to- I have been up to basically i've been watching uh doctor who
1: Yay! Woo!
0: yeah so I, I don't know what happened what possessed me one day but i just got the wild hair i was like you know what i think 2018 is going to be the year that i finally watched this show now i tried three years ago and i don't know if i told you this story but i watched the first episode i was like oh okay it's it's interesting let's let's watch continue watching and then i got to the second episode and the second episode has to do with like Earth being destroyed, demolished, or whatever, and you right. See, you see the last human on Earth, which is a piece of skin stretched across this like. T-
1: it's like this. moisturized me. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, and after I watched that episode, I was like, I can't do this. Right. <laughs> so I, I put the show down, <laughs> and kind of decided I wasn't going to watch it. Um. But over the last couple of years, I've been hearing everybody talk about it, hearing you talk about it, hearing some other people talk about it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give the show another chance. And especially since, you know, all the controversy that came up last year with the new doctor being introduced. So I kind of want to get caught up with the show so I can kind of see, you know, try to see both people's sides, I guess, of the thing. I I don't know if that sounds right. Not really see both people's sides, but, you know, just... Correct. I want mean, to <laughs> see what all the controversy is about, you know, see if it's really worth the controversy, because as far as I could tell, they're just casting a person for, you know, an actor for a, a part in the show. And I don't understand what all the hub love is about. So I'm going to give the show a second chance um, right now. I just started episode eight, I believe, which we're getting introduced to. Oh, what the heck's his name? The guy who plays Malcolm Captain Merlin. Jack. Yeah. Captain Jack.
1: John Farrowman. I love him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, So, I'm going to be watching that episode and then probably finishing out season one this weekend and starting uh, with the 10th Doctor, I believe it is, this week. Yay!
1: How exciting. Well, you have plenty of time because a new season doesn't start until August.
0: Oh, So, you have
1: plenty of time to catch up and, you know, I think you can get through 10 seasons between now and and, August. Well, yeah, and there
0: are only 13 episodes, so, I mean... You know, quick, they're short seasons. Do, yeah, doing quick math here. That's like 130 hours worth of watching. I think I can knock that out pretty quickly. Plus the specials.
1: <laughs> right. And then I, I'm really and I've seen you tweet on our Temple Geek Twitter um, about the episodes, So it's really fun to like kind of relive them with you <laughs> as you're going through the episodes. I really enjoy that um, because it's like when you when somebody new comes into your fandom, you're just so. So excited, and you can't wait to talk about like certain episodes. And one of the things you mentioned were like guest stars. You saw Simon Pegg, and there's this running joke that like the BBC only has like twelve actors, Uh and so like they're constantly being reused. Like you know, every show has like the same actors. Every movie has the same actors. You're gonna see cameos from like people from Game of Thrones, the Marvel universe. You'll even like in the next season, you'll see Andrew Garfield. You'll see like. (laughs) Just so many, like, different, like, people that we've seen on TV, Game of Thrones characters and actors and stuff. It's just really great.
0: Yeah, I I was really, you know, I I thought I remembered hearing something about Simon Pegg being on an episode, but I wasn't expecting him to be on, I guess, that soon. So it was just kind of, I was like, hey, that's Simon Pegg.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're not going to see, like, Nick Frost until, like, season eight, though.
0: (laughs) So I got to wait a couple seasons, so that's okay. Yeah. Um, But But some really great it's it's cool i mean I, i'm really really enjoying it um so far there, there's been a couple hard episodes uh the pig alien episode was kind of hard with the flatulent
1: yeah yeah the Slovene.
0: yeah this, so that was a little hard to watch um and i mean it was, yeah. it's not hard to watch like i can't sit there and watch it it's just
1: it's I, like a little cringy though <laughs> it,
0: it's like it's like it's it's a. I don't know it's like watching uh Modern day cartoons, how they're just kind of geared towards a really younger crowd, and that's what it seemed like with the flatulence and stuff.
1: Yeah, and
0: you know, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm pretty immature sometimes, but that episode was just kind of like, eh. but then the episode right afterwards, which was about the last Dalek, um, that was a sad episode, and I was like, oh, I yeah, can-.
1: that was a really sad episode. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: And then I watched uh, the episode where Rose's father gets killed, so that was another sad episode. Um, and that was actually a really good episode. So, I mean, I, you know, I'm starting to enjoy him a lot. So it's, it's been, yeah, it's been I'm fun. So and what do you think of Chris Uh I'm actually kind of sad that this is going to be his only season. Me too. Because, <laughs> um, you know, he's he's kind of a fun character. I mean, he looks like he's having fun in the role.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's, yeah. it's kind of sad to know that here in about four more episodes, he's gone and we're already on to a new doctor.
1: Yeah. And losing your first doctor is kind of hard. I, I don't think I've fully recovered because I started with 11. So um, even though, like, I think Apaldi was, like, a way better doctor, I still, like, it was really hard seeing Matt Smith regenerate. Like, I was just like, but he's he's the doctor. He, he's where I started, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was really hard. And I feel like a lot of people who start with nine had the same kind of feeling like, Oh my God, who's this new guy just coming in and taking over for my doctor. <laughs> so,
0: so what you're saying is I'm going to have the fills when he leaves.
1: Probably, probably. <laughs> so, and I think once you go through a couple of regenerations, it's like, Oh, it's okay. You can handle them leaving, you know? But I think the first time is a little gut wrenching.
0: <laughs> well, what I think I'm going to do, and I haven't really made any official announcements, but you know, you, you spoke about me doing this on Twitter. Um, I am probably planning on maybe doing a live tweet uh, at some point, maybe with one of the future seasons, like maybe the season premiere or the season finale of one of the future seasons and maybe see if somebody wants to, or whoever who follows us on Twitter wants to, you know, maybe start an episode at the same time I start an episode, we can kind of watch it together
1: um,
0: and see if we can interact and maybe live tweet while we're watching the show. So it's my first time. BBC
1: America lives tweets their, um, their episodes. Cool. So, So if you're on Twitter or Instagram while the episode is airing, um, like it's a whole community of interacting.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, You're talking about when the live show starts, right?
1: Yeah. When the live show. starts.
0: Oh, yeah. What uh, what I was referencing was uh, since I'm new to the show. Um, when I start oh, like maybe the like,
1: older episodes, correct, my bad.
0: correct. So I when I start like maybe a season for premiere or season finale of one of the older shows, maybe if, uh, I could have a time where I'm going to start it and then we can start tweeting with different people and maybe see if we can get some interaction going just to have fun with the episode. That
1: sounds like a lot of fun. I really enjoy that
0: idea. I think that's going to be great. So just, just to kind of keep that in the back burner, just let y'all know what we might be doing here on Twitter pretty soon. Totally. So, with that out of the way, 2018's here. Yay! Now, we missed last week, which is fine. Um we had to take a break. Uh but now that the holidays are over with, uh we're back to recording. So, uh what I wanted to kind of do was just kind of just talk about movies and television shows and stuff that we're kind of excited, you know, out of those two programmings to kind of talk about what we're excited to see this year. Um so let's go. Let's get into it. Let's start with movies. What movies are you excited to see in twenty eighteen? Me? Yeah, you.
1: Uh, I'm super. Excited. Who else is here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm missing Stacy. Um, so, Black Panther is definitely one that I'm super, super excited about. I Nothing. cannot wait. And that wait comes out
0: next prop- week or next month, right?
1: Yes. Um, if I be- if I'm not mistaken, it comes out like the seventeenth of
0: February. Oh, so we got like less than a month or a little bit over a month, actually.
1: Yeah, I am so excited to see this movie. The trailer looks amazing. The cast looks amazing. And just the cosplay that could potentially come out of this movie. I'm super, super excited. When seeing the trailer, I totally wanted to shave my head like that one lady with the red stick. Oh, my God. That was so cool.
0: It's dude. (laughs) She's like, no
1: but um i'm really excited about black panther uh let's see avengers uh infinity war looks like it's gonna be pretty good um i'm excited about um a wrinkle in time that one looks like it's gonna be really really good it's based on the very popular novel and then also ready player one is one of the ones that i'm very excited about
0: now let's let's start with uh because you listed a whole bunch there let's start with uh black panther um you're excited about that movie uh is it because of the cosplay potential that's coming out of it or do you think that's going to be a you know a pretty amazing story there
1: I think it's going to be a good story. I think the cast is amazing. I think that's what I'm most excited about is the cast. Um so I'm just excited to to see the story. Just based on the trailer, I don't even know what the story is going to be <laughs> um other than like, you know, people finding about Finding out about this, you know, uh, Wakanda, you know, secret nation that they have going over there with all these badass warriors. Um, but yeah, I'm just really excited about the cast.
0: Yeah, Chadwick Boseman. He, um, when they cast him as the Black Panther for Captain America: Civil War, uh, I was actually kind of blown away. He he was actually really really good as the character. Um, and I think I've talked about this before on a previous podcast episode where you know i'm not too familiar with the character black panther by himself like i'm only familiar with what i've seen of him in like the the avengers animated series and what i've seen of him in the ultimate comic books and things like that so um this is going to be a pretty much a me going in blind kind of how i was with dr strange you know not knowing much about the character. Um, but I am very excited to see the movie because, you know, it's a superhero flick and I'm super excited to see superhero flicks. So
1: how amazing is it that like all this geeky stuff is coming out this year? Like, I mean, we've, we've had an uptake on like geeky movies and things like that, but I feel like 2018 is just like smothered in it. It's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like stoked. Uh, you know, never in my dreams would I have ever imagined that. We would have gotten so many movies like this and that these movies would be taken seriously when i was younger right um you know when i was younger i had and and, you know you're the same age so you know we had batman we had uh batman and robin Mm -hmm. batman for ninja turtles (laughs) yeah and i mean it's like they were okay but they were treated very campy they were treated like they were jokes um and you know we didn't get something, you know, we didn't have 15 superhero movies a year. So,
1: and we're, I think that's what we're at right now. I mean, with Ant-Man and the Wasp and like all these other ones coming out, it's Jurassic world. Even, you know,
0: kids nowadays just don't know how good they have it.
1: They don't, they don't,
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm really excited about the stuff that's coming out, but I guess, Also on the same note is, you know, with all this good stuff coming out, it just scares me that we're going to be finally hitting a bubble and then it's going to all stop.
1: You know what? I thought that like, you know, before the first Avengers movie came out and it's been so many years and it's still going strong. I don't think we're going to hit the bubble. I think this is mainstream now.
0: So you think this is it? We're going to be so sick of superhero movies by the time we get, you know, in our 50s. Like, no,
1: I think, I think it's just going to be part of the world. I think it'll just be like, just like nobody gets sick of romance movies. They're still romance movies. Nobody gets sick of dramas. Oh, they don't do. get sick of, of horrors. <laughs> do you? No. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying like, it's just another genre and it's just getting equal screen time now.
0: You know, it's funny. I was telling someone at work today, I was like, yeah, I've been watching Dr. Who this weekend, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, I've been watching uh, Homeland. And I like looked at her like, really? And she was like, no, it's good. I was like, no, I trust you. I, I trust that it's good, but I like watching stuff to escape reality, not be depressed or whatever I see. Right. So.
1: Great. I And it's so funny because um, I really love romantic comedy. I usually don't like romance movies in general, but romantic comedy movies I love because it's so silly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, I feel you on the drama.
0: Well, one of my favorite, I don't know if you can call it a romantic comedy, but it was a comedy about a guy trying to get a girl is uh can't hardly wait.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> that uh, takes you back.
0: <laughs> yeah. That movie turns 20 years old this year. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah.
1: yeah. Cause that came out when I was graduating high school and I'm about to have my 20 year high school reunion. Uh,
0: same here. I graduated in 98. <laughs> <Woo-woo>. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's jump to Avengers. Um, Avengers comes out this year, comes out in May. We're finally going to see the culmination of 10 years of the Marvel Universe. Great. Uh, I really don't have to ask why you're excited to see this movie. I'm pretty sure you're excited for all the same reasons I am. Um, what are some things that you're maybe looking forward to in this movie?
1: I am trying not to look forward to anything. I kind of like walking into like a movie and just enjoying it for what it is and not overthinking it. But... Watching the trailer, it was just so funny to see like Doctor Strange with like, you know, um, Bruce Banter and to see like the Guardians walk in like, what's up, you know, and it's just so weird to see like, because when you talk about like Avengers and then Guardians of the Galaxy, yes, they're both Marvel stories, but they seem like so such different times like I see Guardian is more like a star wars type movie because it happens in space and different planets and so futuristic and mm. so to see it come down to like this little you know earth level i guess you can say is it's kind of funny to me so to i think i'm looking forward to that
0: to see it come down to this blue marble we call earth
1: <laughs> yeah that's it, right it's just like this little marble and you know they have all of space and the whole galaxy to travel but they're gonna come hang on earth for a while
0: well, you know, it's kind of weird. I, I'm really excited to see all these characters inter, you know, intermingle for the first time with each other. But the thing I'm most excited about, and this is probably going to be really weird to say this about a movie that's you know kind of tying everything together we saw for the last ten years, is I'm ready to see how the story's going to progress after this. <laughs> because they said that there's about ten more years worth of storytelling, so I want to see what what this sets up for the future of the Marvel Universe, especially right. now that Fox is uh, pretty much owned by Disney. I mean, they still got to go through the government to make sure it's, you know, approved. But um, it looks like we're going to be getting all the characters back under the same roof, finally. So I'm just, I'm excited. I'm super excited to see what the future holds. And that's, I think I'm, actually, I'm praying that's what we see out of this Avengers movie. You know, even if it's the last five minutes or a little stinger at the end, kind of foreshadowing the future, that's the thing I'm most excited about with this film.
1: Agreed agreed and I really like kind of like the idea of a rotating cast to keep it fresh I think that's what's kept dr. Who on for so long with the different doctors. It's always like a Like, you know, it's not like the same person, you know It's like a fresh rotation that comes in and so like at any point if like maybe Captain America wasn't for you you know, the new set of Avengers will be for you or mm-hmm. something like that, you know? Well, so let me that's exciting you, too. Are
0: you okay with them recasting like Captain America, Iron Man, all the current Avengers as new actors playing these parts or do you want to just see brand new characters all together and let them retire? I want to
1: see, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing having them retire, you know, or having like, you know, because um, for example, Spider-Man has like a bunch of different, you know Spidey versus and things like that or um you know like different people pick up the spider-man mantle mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i wouldn't mind it like okay well peter parker's no longer spider-man so we're gonna go into um oh my god what's his name uh
0: miles morales
1: miles morales thank you miles morales is now the new spider-man and to go into his story for what,
0: example what's the other ones i don't, miguel o'hare uh yeah spider-man 2099
1: yeah, so like those kind of things, I don't, I don't mind, you know, but I don't like the idea of recasting like somebody like if somebody else is picking up the Captain America mantle, cool, but like let's not reboot Captain America. Well, you know I, what I mean.
0: Yeah, and I I think I, I get what you're saying. So like if you know, because in the comics, Sam uh, the Falcon becomes Captain America, so you're okay with seeing it right. in the movie, but yeah, yeah, but you don't want to see, uh. Kind of like what they're getting ready to do with Batman right now, where uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is getting ready to take over for Ben Affleck.
1: Yeah, I don't need that in my
0: life. <laughs> Which I don't know if you caught what I said earlier today about that, but. Uh, I
1: saw it in the chat. Yeah, what if that. Uh...
0: Gyllenhaal and played in the Batman movie. She played in The Dark Knight, and now her brother is going to be playing Batman, so both siblings can say that they were in the a Batman movie together. Or not together, yeah. but <laughs> starting Batman. Well, in the, in the ba- movie.
1: start of the Batman movie. Yeah. No, um, yeah, I am kind of done with reboots, I guess you could say, um, except for in the case of uh, DCE, like where, I don't know, maybe they do need to reboot the whole thing. I don't know, but if I'm I'm more scared that they're gonna get they're gonna reboot Wonder Woman if they do that because Wonder Woman was perfect. So
0: yeah, Wonder Woman was good, and I'm sure the sequel is gonna be just as good, uh, but they need to do something with with that franchise, and I think. I don't. They don't have anything coming out this year except for Aquaman, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't
1: think they have anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, just
0: Aquaman. I think. I don't I, think. Yeah, I think Aquaman is the only movie that's coming out this year for DC, and I don't know if that's going to be a strong enough film to hold hold fans over. Um, Matt uh, Matt Reeves' Batman is supposed to be coming out, I think, next year, and I think that's when Wonder Woman's is coming out as well. Um, yeah. Uh, poor DC. Not to go off on a tangent there. I'm trying to talk about things I'm excited about here. Uh,
1: right, right. <laughs> moving back.
0: Uh, next film we want to talk about is uh, you mentioned Ready Player One.
1: Now, yeah.
0: Have you read that book?
1: No, I have not.
0: Oh my god! I didn't even
1: realize it was a book.
0: You need to read the book. Uh, Do I? I can already tell you that the book is going to be, you know, the movie is going to be completely different from the book. But, oh yeah. Um, the book. I've read the book now twice, um, and you know that's one of the reasons why I was really excited about meeting Ernest Cline last year at the Classic Game Fest was because he's the author of that book. Uh, oh. So I, I met the author and chatted with him, took a bunch of pictures of him on with his DeLorean and stuff like that. Um, nice. But in the book, you know, the book is about this virtual reality world, which they set up pretty good in the trailer. Um, but wait, the character. Uh, w- he is obsessed with 80s like nostalgia so there's so many references to like steven spielberg's movies there's references nice. to uh, a bunch of video games and just all sorts of things and what makes me sad is is i know i'm not going to see all these references in this movie because steven spielberg's directing it and he doesn't want to make the movie out because i mean i'm literally i'm being serious like probably a good 70 or 80% of the references in the book were related to Steven Spielberg's films and movies and everything else. But Spielberg had already said that he's not going to put all those references. Cause he doesn't want this to be a movie. That's like making them look like he's patting himself on the back.
1: Right. right.
0: <laughs> so, uh, I'm kind of sad that we're not going to see all of those references, but I, I'm, the movie looks great and I'm, I'm super stoked to see it. Uh, was not expecting it to be completely CG though, because it looks like it's going to be like a cartoon type uh, computer generated world um, in the middle of the movie. Like when he's wearing the virtual reality stuff.
1: Well, and I get it; if they're trying to make it look like a video game because uh-huh. video games aren't, you know, crystal clear or whatever. You know.
0: Yeah. So when I first saw that trailer, I mean, I I guess that just when I envisioned it from the book, I just you know envisioned him in the virtual reality world. I don't know, but so seeing the trailer for the first time, like. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It is a game, <laughs> um,
1: yeah.
0: but do you know anything about the story? Uh
1: no, I do not know other than what I saw in the trailer, which is you know he goes in and um, you know there's some kind of contest that they have to find all these, I guess Easter eggs or something. Yeah,
0: for. so it's a it's a virtual reality world called the Oasis, and basically it's the new it's basically how everybody does like their jobs, their schooling, and everything. Everything's done in this virtual reality world because the real world's basically gone to crap. Correct. Um, right. So every, everybody logs into this virtual reality world, and they, they basically live in this virtual reality world. They go to school, they they hang out, they socialize, and all sorts of things. Um, the, the World Oasis was created by this guy named James Halliday. And right at the very beginning of the book, you find out James Halliday died and he left a message to the world saying if you i've he've hit you know he was obsessed with uh easter eggs in video games and he hid these three easter eggs in the game or i guess they were key in this world yes so you had to find these three clues and to unlock this the the big easter egg and whoever found the easter egg in the end of the of the game basically wins complete control of the oasis so they basically become you know the owner of this program and win lots of money and all this other stuff and become successful in this, this godforsaken world. And that's basically right. what the whole movie is about is this guy trying to figure out how to solve these, you know, how to get these eggs. And there's a rogue organization going against them, trying to get the egg first. And it's really interesting. Really good. Uh, really recommend that you read the book.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> or at least get the audio book from audible.
1: From Audible our sponsors. Uh <laughs> Yeah, no, I will definitely check it out. I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh, have you ever
0: seen... Um, oh, what's the name of that movie? Uh, Ender's Game. I
1: haven't. Oh, yeah. How many, did I watch it? That one had Harrison Ford in it, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, I see, think I saw that that yeah. was another one that, you know, a really good book. I love the book. I probably read the book, I don't know, five or six times in my life. And... Uh, when I saw the movie, I was, like, really sad because so much of the book was cut out. I mean, yeah, they could have made a whole movie just about the battle school, um, the, the academy that he was at learning how to fight. I mean, because that was, like, the majority of the book. Um, and, you know, they narrowed it down to, like, three scenes in the movie. So, it was kind of sad, but I thought they did a pretty decent job with the movie. I know it didn't win anybody over to warrant a sequel, but...
1: Sometimes I like reading the books after for that fact, because I know that like, um, I like for example, uh, World War Z, uh-huh. I saw that movie, I enjoyed it, it was fine, um, but it kind of, uh, it inspired me to read the book, so I went to read the book, and the book was nothing like the movie, the book was amazing and brilliantly done, and I was like, like, I even got it in Spanish for my mom, so she could read it. Because yeah, like, mom, that... Mom,
0: need to read this.
1: It was such a great book. Like, it was so well thought out and the concept. And it was nothing like the movie. And I was like, so they basically just took the name of the movie and plastered... Or the name of the book and put it on this movie. Because it was nothing like the book. The book was so original and so well told. And I think if I had read the book first and then gone to see this movie, I would have been pissed. <laughs>
0: I think that's how kind of how I was with Ready Player One. Not that I was pissed. I was just kind of disappointed. Yeah. Um, especially when I saw the trailer. Because uh, I'm watching the trailer, and there's they're showing you the finale of the movie in the trailer. And I'm like,
1: no, what are they doing? So, <laughs> I was... Yeah, so I think maybe I'm going to wait until after the movie comes out so that I can enjoy the movie as it's meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the thing with Wrinkle and Time, too, uh, where this is like such a big novel for people and such a big deal for a lot of um, a lot of people who grew up with this novel. And I I'm a little bit scared that there's going to be a lot of disappointment with it, too. So I'm kind of hoping to just kind of go into it with like little expectations and then maybe read the book
0: afterwards. Well, what was did you ever read the book? You read the book. I, right?
1: Wrinkle in Time? Yes. No, I have not.
0: Oh okay. So you you'll be fine going into the movie. See that that was a book that I read a long time ago. Um so I don't I don't, I don't remember much about it. So I'm sure I'm going into this pretty much blind. Uh but yeah. Uh, what do you think about that movie? What what excites you most about that film?
1: And the casting, really. I think they the casting looks really great. Oprah, Mindy Kaling, um you know.
0: Uh Captain America. No, I mean not Captain America. Not uh,
1: Captain America. Uh, Steve
0: Rogers. Or <laughs> Steve <Fine>. Steve Trevor.
1: <laughs> All the Chris's. Yeah. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, Chris Fine. Like I just think the cast looks really great. So um anything that has a cast like that has to be good. At least I'm hoping. So So I I'm ready. And also, it's a Disney movie. Like, Disney knows what they're doing. I'm very uh,
0: rarely really disappointed in Disney movies. I don't know. Have you seen the pirate franchise?
1: No, I stopped watching after, like, the third movie, I think.
0: Pirates of the Caribbean, The Dragon Out, a little bit too far.
1: Yeah, I stopped. I, I'm pretty sure I stopped watching the pirate franchise after, like, the third movie. And every once in a while people are like, oh, we're going to see pirates. And I'm like, pirates. Maybe there's, <laughs> another <one? laughs> there's another one? There's another one? Yeah. Oh. Yep, yep. Well,
0: transitioning from movies here, let's go into television. Um, you know, television's a pretty big part of my life. I, I watch a lot of the CW shows and um, just kind of random other shows here and there throughout the, throughout the year. Are there any new shows or any other shows that uh, might be coming back for a new season that you're excited to see this season or this year?
1: Well, right now, and it airs tonight, is Black Lightning that I'm very excited about. Um,
0: I am missing that so I can record this with you just to let you know.
1: Why? We should have been watching that. (laughs) It hasn't aired here um, yet. Obviously, we're in different time zones. Correct. So, so yeah. I'll be watching that tonight. I cannot wait. And uh, I'm very excited about that. Plus, catching up on the rest of the CW shows because I love the CW. I love Supergirl. Arrow is my guilty pleasure. I just... You know, as bad as it gets, I still love Arrow, (laughs) and I love The Flash. And uh, so I'm excited about all those, I guess, the geeky shows coming back, Gotham, that kind of stuff. Um, I really want to catch up on Star Trek Discovery in time to watch the second season. That'll be out.
0: Now, are they offering that for free anytime? It's like, I guess they're due a 14-day trial. So that's the thing about that is I don't want to get the CBS app just to watch one show.
1: I'm kind of hoping that once season one is taken care of, um, I'll catch it on DVD. I'd rather own it and just watch it versus getting the the app. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm wondering if they'll, because CBS shows, I'm just wondering if they'll ever put it on Netflix or anything like that. I doubt it, but I'm just wondering if they might. Once. You
1: know, I've heard such great things about Star Trek, and I'm a Star Trek fan, so I'm I'm ready to just buy it.
0: <laughs> well, I think what's cool about Star Trek is, you know, we hadn't had a, a show in, like, what, 10 years? When did when did Enterprise go off the air? Probably about 10, 11 years ago. So, you know, this is a brand-new television show. Enterprise. Finally... Oh, yeah,
1: no. You're right. I'm sorry. i think thinking Next Generation.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was like, it went Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and then I think Enterprise was the last last show. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we haven't had any real Star Trek television in, in many, many years. So it's really exciting to see that they finally come out with one. It's just sad that they've put it behind this paywall that, you know, quite frankly, I'm not a big CBS watcher. There's not a lot of shows on CBS that I like to watch. So I just I can't justify spending $15 a month or $10 a month, how much it is just to watch that one show.
1: I completely agree with you. I'm the same way.
0: So I... I you know, I'm hoping it's a great show and I hope I get to watch it one day, but just I can't do it right now. I can I just can't justify it. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but, you know, like you, I am excited to see a lot of the CW shows come back on, um, you know, with Flash and Legends of Tomorrow being my favorite. Uh, I really love Legends of Tomorrow. I don't know if you watch that show. It's funny.
1: No, I I watched um, most of the first season. I still have to catch up on some of the, the other uh, last season. But, um, yeah. Yeah
0: it's i i
1: like that show but i'm surprised to hear anybody say it's their
0: favorite uh legends of tomorrow see the first season was really rough um but it seems like they found their footing in the second season they figured out that they were actually nice. more of a comedy show than they are a um you know everything serious now don't get me wrong there's are serious moments in the show but these these actors together are just hilarious they're
1: That's nice.
0: They're just, they're funny. And what I love about the show is, you know, in Arrow and in Flash, everybody seems like they're burdened with their powers.
1: Yes. It seems like so, like I call Arrow like the, the superhero novella. It's like such a soap opera. It's so dramatic. I'm like, calm down, Oliver. Calm down. In (laughs) Legends
0: though, when you watch Legends, everybody has fun with their powers. Like there's one guy that was like super excited when he finally got powers. Um, and you know he's become a main cast member now uh his name nice. is citizen still he's he stills up oh, Colossus. Right. Yeah. yeah so i mean and him and um adam together are hilarious they're like bros uh
1: brandon ruth for me is everything i love brandon ruth so much
0: yeah he's he's he was a great as superman but he's you know i love him and uh, i love him in the show he's he's He's, I wouldn't say he's the perfect Adam because Adam's a completely different personality type in the comics, but his character in the show is just, it's great.
1: <laughs> I love that guy. When I started seeing him on Arrow, I was so excited, and um, every episode that we had a Ray Palmer, I was so excited about, um, and those are, those actually have been, like, some of my favorite episodes are the ones with the Adam, so.
0: Which I'm shocked that you're not watching, like, the more recent seasons of Legends, because he's, like, He's one of the top three cast members. He's one of the main, main characters of the show.
1: So the problem with that is I have committed to watching all of these shows with my boyfriend who works the graveyard shift. And so he sleeps – he works all night and sleeps all day. And on his days off, we have to balance our kids and, you know, life as parents and stuff like that. So sometimes by the time we, like, sit down to start, like, watching our shows, we just, you know – End up falling asleep and uh, calling it a night. So um, I made the stupid mistake of committing to not watching anything without him. Like as far as like the CW shows go, Uh the only the only time that I did break that was with Supergirl because I love Supergirl and I just am not going to wait for him. Like it's a different universe than the other CW shows, anyways. So um, I just love Supergirl so much. Uh, so that's the only CW show. So that's, what's taking me so long to get to, I also like, um, Arthur Darville a lot. And, uh, he was a companion on Dr. Who. Uh-huh. And so that he was one of the main reasons I started watching legends was because, you know, he was going to be on the show. So, um,
0: which I yeah. will tell you, he's not on season three that much. He is a character, but he's not on the show that much. Um, and he leaves halfway through season two.
1: Right, that's what I hear. But you know, the appeal to me originally with Legends was that Arthur Darvill was going to be on there, and then so many of like my uh, doc- my favorite Doctor Who characters are on the CW shows. Like on Arrow, you have Alex Kingston who plays Laurel and um, uh, Canary's mom. Uh-huh. Uh huh. wait, can't think of her, Sarah. Laurel and Sarah's mom, and then John Barrowman, who's on Doctor Who, and he's a longtime. Uh, He's on Doctor Who for a couple seasons, um, uh, is on, you know, Malcolm Merlin, so on Arrow. And I don't know, it's just really exciting with the CW shows to see all these crossovers from shows, other shows that I love.
0: Yeah, CW is doing really good. And, you know, I don't know if I ever omitted this on an episode of our show, but um, I'm also getting really into Riverdale.
1: (laughs) I heard Riverdale is really good and I'm going to pick it up this year. Um, Yeah, I hear Riverdale is great.
0: Yeah, riverdales uh, you know, it's only Archie Comics by name. <laughs> uh, it's just way too serious and too dark to be an Archie comic. But, but
1: I, I, I was under the impression that Archie comics now are this way.
0: Now, it, they might be. I don't know. I haven't read an Archie Digest in forever. I just know when I'm in the grocery store, I still see the cheerful, happy Archie characters on the Digest. So I don't know if the new comics are like this or what.
1: Um, from, from my understanding these uh the riverdale show now is based on the more recent archie comics
0: that's interesting um the other I, thing I, I found out recently about this show and i just i guess i just never paid attention to the closing credits is that this is a Berlanti show the same guy who does arrow and all those other shows
1: yeah yes <laughs> so it I, definitely
0: is so I never that's why you attention. like it i guess so <laughs> he just makes good tv that's why i was excited to he see does. black lightning
1: yeah, no, I'm totally excited. There's a lot of good TV happening right now. This is why the human race does not progress. Too much good programming.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think what else is coming on. So I'm not caught up in Doctor Who yet, but we have the new season of Doctor Who, which is the new Doctor. Yay. Would you like to explain your excitement to the world about that?
1: Well, I mean, I just am happy whenever there's Doctor Who on TV. Just give me any kind of Doctor Who on TV and I'm happy. I'm really tired of these huge long breaks in between seasons. You're lucky because you get to binge this whole, you know, 10 seasons between now and August. And then you get to pick up right now with, you know, a brand new doctor. Um, But there are some times where it's like a year and a half, two years in between seasons. And you're just like so over it. Like you're just waiting. And sometimes you just get a Christmas special in between and um, that's really annoying. So I just want Doctor Who on TV. Just give me my who and I'll be happy. But I'm also very excited to see what um, the new showrunners do with the 13th Doctor. So I'm very, very excited.
0: Yeah, and, you know, like I mentioned at the, the head of the top of the show, I, you know, the reason why I'm watching Doctor Who now is because I want to see what all the the negativity and all this all this talk is about this female Doctor. I want to see, you know, why people feel this way, why there's so much strong feelings for this. So that's why I'm going back and watching the shows. So when this new season comes out, I can, you know, basically make a judgment for myself. Do I, you know, I'm, I know wholeheartedly that I'm not going to be like, well, she's a female. She can't be a doctor, but am I going to like the actress? Am I going to like the character? Those are the things right. I want to, I want to judge when I see the show. So. You know,
1: originally when they were kind of, um, there were rumors that it was going to be a female doctor I was kind of like, well, you know what? I'm really happy with the dynamic of the show as it is. I don't want change. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that I didn't want a female doctor. I just liked the dynamic that it was. I guess I kind of romanticized the whole idea of like, you know, this like, you know, awesome, you know, alien guy sweeping a girl off her feet and running away and showing her the universe. Uh, but once you know, once that reveal hit. And you see uh, Jody uh, as the doctor. It was pretty, pretty exciting. And I didn't think that I was going to be that excited about it. Mm-hmm. And um, just seeing her on there, and I'm like, oh my God, it's a girl! Like, I don't know. It was just so exciting. Like I was indifferent before. I kind of would have just rather things be the same. But actually seeing her, and I don't know. I just got really excited. It was an, it was something that I needed that I didn't even know that I needed. So. So, i'm excited and i needed this <laughs> and i didn't know like and i so i think sometimes people are just scared that something that they love is going to be ruined
0: yeah uh, that's so a whole maybe other topic
1: part. yeah <laughs> so I have
0: so much to say about that with star wars
1: right right and it's the same thing um but i think at the end of the day like i just want dr who on tv i don't care what it is give me a good storyline Give me you know, regular seasons without these humongous breaks and I'll be happy.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, one show that I was thought I was going to be super excited to see this year, but isn't coming out into next year is game of Thrones.
1: Oh, let's not talk about that. My heart's still recovering.
0: So I have to wait now another year before I can see the last six episodes of this show.
1: <laughs> I, I'm i just sad. It's only six episodes. Like, Oh, I just, I need I need Game of Thrones now. I'm addicted. I need it. I'm definitely gonna make my boyfriend watch it uh-huh. um, before next season because he he had only ever seen the first episode with, with me, and then uh, his work shift kind of like didn't allow him to like watch it every Sunday night with me. So I'm gonna make him watch all of it so that we can start the new season like together on the same page and now, caught see, up. he's
0: going to be lucky because he's going to get to binge the entire show before the new, the last season comes out
1: exactly lucky bastard
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, but, just yeah. don't be one of those people that's like you know like when the red wedding episode comes up you'll be like hey guess what's gonna happen here you know
1: oh my god i haven't even seen the red wedding i had to skip it oh I couldn't watch that episode because it was so bloody and so horrible. Like, I just couldn't handle it. Oh I had to turn it God, That off. is I just,
0: so tame compared to some of the stuff that's been on the show since then.
1: Really? Because I just couldn't handle it and I skipped it. And I've seen everything since, but that was the one thing I skipped. I was like, oh, I'm not watching this. Fast forward, fast forward. And there's been a couple things in Game of Thrones where I've actually, like, closed my eyes so that I'm hearing the audio, but, like, I can't actually watch it because it's, like, it's so just terrible yeah <laughs> not that, terrible isn't bad you know bad acting or anything but like terrible isn't like oh my god like that's harsh
0: yeah the red wedding wasn't that bad i mean you've seen the rest of the show so i mean you know <laughs> there's some pretty bloody scenes um yeah so the red wedding was actually pretty tame compared to some of that other stuff so when you watch it you'll see what i'm talking about
1: <laughs> yeah like the scene where um like, with Ramsey, any scene where Ramsey's torturing somebody or where he got tortured, I closed my eyes. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. And, like, so for San Diego Comic-Con, was it? It wasn't this last year so, 2016, I guess? Um, I, I got to be um, up close to the cast of uh, Game of Thrones while they were signing autographs and stuff like that, and I was uh. taking pictures. And, like, at first I thought, Ugh, Ramsey Bolton I can't look at this man and separate him from the character he plays blah 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 and then I started taking pictures of him and I was like oh he's so handsome oh he's so charming look at his smile (laughs) that's funny and that's all I could think of after that
0: (laughs) but apparently he's going to be typecast as a villain because when they released the uh uh the Inhumans last season um he was a bad guy in that show
1: so. Well, maybe we can just forget the Inhumans existed, though.
0: <laughs> I can't. It's a Marvel show. I do need to finish that, though. I only watched the first two episodes. I heard it was really bad, so that's
1: what I heard.
0: So I need to finish that out. But well, is there anything else? Anything else that you're excited to see in 2018?
1: I mean, there's there's so much this year. I know it's uh, so hard to talk you know, about back at the all the movie, the Han Solo movie, the oh, Incredible Man. Moves, How did but... I forget
0: Han Solo? It's because freaking Ron Howard hasn't dropped the trailer yet. movie comes out in four months, and we haven't yeah. even seen a trailer yet.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, Aquaman, I'm kind of excited about Aquaman. I don't know if I'm excited uh, about
0: that. I was not a big Aquaman fan from the
1: movie. He was funny, but I don't know. I'm hoping his origin story will, will make it a little bit better, but um, – I don't know i'm just i'm still excited i'm just excited that there's so much geek doesn't wreck it ralph come out this year too
0: uh possibly i think it does come out towards the end of the year
1: i think it's like the the thanksgiving movie if i'm not mistaken but yeah and then ant-man and the wasp and they like stranger things is getting another season, season and three yep there's like so much coming out. You know, it's, it, it's a good time to be a geek.
0: And it's amazing that you can actually sit there and say, well, I don't want to watch those shows because I want to watch these shows instead. You know, you can actually, you have, there's so much content out right now that we could pick and choose what we want to consume. Agreed. So that's what makes it awesome. You know, back, like I was saying, back when we were kids,
1: there was have, only so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'd have
0: a movie and maybe a cartoon or something that you could consume, and that was it. So, you
1: yeah, know. And, and most everything was um, cartoons because I remember. Loving the Wolverine comic books, and the only thing else I had Wolverine was like you know, the X Men show, the cartoon, you know. Yeah, okay, now I
0: want to get that
1: stuck in my head, <laughs> so yeah. And then I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to have a new season, too. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's
0: currently on right now,
1: yeah. There's a, there's a lot going on.
0: Yep. So I do want to check out The Gifted. The which one? The Gifted. Oh, yeah. they're, they're uh, I think they're getting ready to wrap up season one if they haven't already. So that Yeah, be- I really
1: want to catch up on that because um, I haven't watched any of it. And I, I need to know what's going on. I mean, I want to watch all the geeky stuff.
0: So that will be coming on Netflix here once they once the season's over with. So I'll be able to check that out then because pretty much all the Fox shows do. Um, yeah. And Legion's getting ready to come out with a second season. I don't right. Know you, so there, there's a lot. Um, and if you don't have the time, you either need to DVR it or just watch it when it comes out on one of the streaming media devices
1: yeah and hopefully it's netflix because i have a loyalty to netflix and i think they've done an excellent job in like introducing me to so many shows i wouldn't have watched otherwise
0: yeah but Uh, it's sad when stuff like disney pulls away from it because they decided streaming service.
1: yeah i hope that's not the case because i'm really rooting for netflix here man they they did something good (laughs)
0: oh the tick is getting a second season i should mention that um i don't know if you watched the first season which was only six episodes but starting no, in February, know. they are getting a second season and it is coming on Amazon Prime. So uh, first season was actually okay. pretty funny.
1: Cool. I will check that out. Especially if it's only six episodes, it'll be. Yeah,
0: six 30-minute six episodes. You should be able to knock that out in like three hours.
1: Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> nice.
0: So, well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on Facebook and Twitter by using the handle Temple of Geek. Do you want to check out some of our other episodes or shows? Why don't you head over to templeofgeek.com? There you'll find all sorts of content that pertains to the world geek. Thank you for joining us on this episode. I've been Daniel. This is Monica. And we'll see you next time. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook
1: at facebook.com slash templeofgeek.
0: And remember to visit templeofgeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.